0: recording in progress it never gets old dude everyone hates that why do they they're legally required to do that
1: no one likes it people get caught jerking it during zoom meetings hey you're being recorded there uh jason (laughs) 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 we're going for it (laughs)
0: it's so (laughs) obtrusive like if i'm sitting in on a recording they finish the interview And they were like, Brian, thanks so much for sharing your insights. That was so great. It was so nice to hear about. Recording stopped. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, sorry, I didn't. Sorry, I hit the stop button, but you know, it's not my fault. Stupid Zoom lady, Zoom Sheen, the goddess of recordings.
1: (sighs) That's what I've heard. I've heard a lot about her. Is that her to the to the right? She's just listening it all in.
0: (laughs) Damn, always always
1: backwards. God damn, grunt. Whatever his fucking the grandfather's Wookie chin appeal. What the fuck is it wrong with his face? No, my my actual question is what isn't wrong with his face? What the fuck is that? He's upside down.
0: He is. Is that his nose?
1: Where does his nose begin and where his chin ends? His (laughs) chin is so long that it covers his nose up. It does. He can't smell
0: anything. It's the nose blocker, Grandpa. You lost your sense of smell. Okay, kids, let's go. Here. These guys
1: are so funny.
0: Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 Penis Face and R2 Dickhead.
1: Hello there. Looking. That's someone you have, I would say. Mm-hmm. Hey. May the Force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy. Broke Squadron back at it. Again, I am Opar. I am Commander. I... Yeah. I am Commander Cody.
0: Is that that what I sound like? Commander. I'm quitting the podcast if that's what I sound like.
1: Well, after getting through uh, the Padme book. That's one thing you can't fix in post. If that's how
0: I sound, I can't really edit that out. Commander. I'm glad (laughs) to
1: be here. (laughs) Jesus. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. uh, Week of Thanksgiving. Yeah. twenty 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 one. 2021. Yeah. This, uh, we're trudging. We are, we are, we missed. You I know we, I know we weeks, say so. that, but I mean, we're coming up to like eight years. That's just fucking out of hand. Out yeah. of sight, out of, out of mind, it's out ridiculous. of mind, out of spite. It's ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> it's within the spite. <laughs> within the spite.
0: Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's almost been as long as Skyrim has been around. We've been doing this podcast. Battlefield four. That's how I remember it. Well, so I've been going through the archives, I have two things to say about this event, momentous event. I've been getting a bunch of my uh, physical hard drives just uploaded to the cloud and safe just in case they decide to, you know, self-destruct. But I was going through some old episodes of ours where we were loving Battlefield 4 and thinking of how cool it would be if we could play that on next gen. And next gen Uh back then was the original Xbox One. And I was just like, our show has been around for three generations of video games.
1: Yeah. And we're still playing the same goddamn video game I remember still playing Battlefield four and Skyrim yeah and Skyrim and
0: <laughs> that's crazy though three generations of consoles
1: it's a good point yeah I mean we got the tail end of the 360 then the the uh, Xbox one in its entirety but yeah it's true
0: wild times man wild times we're living in in twenty one so yeah we'll be uh eight years
1: old here pretty soon looking forward to it so if you guys are catching us this is episode two. 82. Hey, good job. Good memory. Um, but we do have a shit ton of stuff going on. Yeah, there's a lot. I have my my podcast points are full. <laughs> I want to see that word, Doc, son. I don't want to share it. It's two pages, and I'm not lying. At well, least how least... how,
0: how wide is the spacing on those fucking
1: lines, though? It's, you know, standard inch. inch <laughs> paragraphs. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Times
0: New Roman, size 19.
1: But, uh, so we have some uh, updates as far as like Rogue Squadron, Acolyte, that sort of thing. Yep. I did want to, I kind of created a list of, uh, I know we shit on the sequels a lot. They're easy to shit on. We enjoy them nonetheless, but I did put some uh, highlights of episode nine. Kind of a short list together. Okay. It's not even a short list. It was just things that I, like, in watching it, I'm like, fuck, they did this so well. But, you know, a lot of the other... Ticky tacky stuff kind of takes it down a notch, and it's just. Uh, but yeah. if you take it out and just you know look look at at it uh, for what it is, it's like man, they did a lot of stuff great. Mm-hmm. Um, but Talk yeah, to as about a,
0: most of Star Wars
1: as a whole. Well, it's it's I think it's more apparent in the sequels, but uh, as a whole, you know, you you like or love or hate or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, got some high points. I know we. I think we did this for episode eight. Yeah, I think so because you had rewatched it and
0: you were just like, I hated it more than ever this time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, right before we were recorded, I actually just skipped to the end battle uh, where Palpy does his Force Storm. Um, and I just, yeah. it really just took me like, holy fuck. I can't, I still to this day cannot believe they went there. That is a crazy thing to do. A zombie cloned Palpy. Well, that's every
0: time we've shit on Nine, I try to bring us back to the first couple days that it premiered. Yeah, and that was basically what you just said. That was kind of our reaction to the movie for the first like couple months. Was like, I can't believe they went there, and not just with Palpatine, yeah. with Ray's grabbing and then electrocuting a ship. Her and Kylo playing tug of war uh, yeah. with the ship. Their fight scene is crazy. Zombie Palpatine, Force Storm. There's just so much like lightsaber combat and Force abilities in there that were to us felt like expanded universe territory. And to yeah. see that in a Disney film was like, whoa, I can Well, believe. yeah,
1: I mean, um, I mean, one of my bullet points on the, uh, the highlights was the force powers. I mean, they literally passed a lightsaber through their connection in the force. Yeah. That's fucking badass. That's one of the coolest things. I forgot about that. And then we see force healing for the first time, which is kind of a ridiculous thing to say. It took nine full movies for us to see Force Healing. And every Star Wars video game ever created, Force Healing is like the first thing you get. Force Cure, yeah.
0: Uh, Well, people... I saw memes where people were retconning saying, like, when Obi-Wan finds Luke passed out on Tatooine in 4, that's what he does. He gives him a little... Force healing juju when he touches his forehead.
1: Oh, that makes sense. I mean, that's that's an easy, yeah, uh, assumption. But he doesn't um, explain
0: what he's doing on screen, so we can't really say for sure.
1: We could also uh, assume that uh, Kylo just essence transferred into Rey's body. Yes. Yeah, I think so. That, that's an assumption. He, she is all the
0: Ren uh, uh, Chewie. Rec- <laughs> Chewy essence transfers into Lando.
1: That's true. Or, I got that it. the other
0: way around. Lando essence transfers into Chewy. Lando's Warm. daughter essence transfers into Leia.
1: That's right. I remember that one. Yeah. Poe <laughs> essence transfers into Finn. Everyone, it's been everyone since the very beginning. It's, it's, been, it's always been humans, it's always been them um okay oh, so uh so that's that's what's uh coming up uh, and then my my last but not least uh thing was my final thoughts on queen's shadow so i finished that that novel nice 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 at least the audiobook um side note fuck audible first of all they took away the uh sending back the book for credit you can't do that anymore no longer available second of all you can't i can't buy an additional book in my first month so I bought Queen's Shadow, I, I re-upped, long story, I re-upped Audible, bought Queen's Shadow, <laughs> busted through it, and then wanted to start another book, can't. They said, fuck you, wait up, Wait uh, the full 30 days, then then you'll get your credit, and then you can buy, I can't even buy additional books right now. I'm locked into the one and only book. I'm fucking livid about it, because I had a lot of driving to do last week, and I <laughs> finished it, and I was like, I'll, I'll bust through like another one, and actually my thought was, I'll go back to Rogue Squadron, like those... The, the original ones. Everybody loves them and we're fucking named after them, so we might as well get some... Uh, no, they're out. named after us. Thank you. It's true. Nine, eight years. How old are we? Anyways. I the, had this uh, vision when I was three years
0: old, and they stole it. Lucasfilm yeah. stole it from me. This episode is so. sponsored by Audible. It's your free yeah. trial at <laughs> Mopar.com <Mopar.com/audible-pissed>. slash <But> Audible Pissed. Audible <laughs> Pissed slash... Uh-uh. That's horrible. Do you think uh, probably... So
1: I, I've returned books for credits before, but they I have were books that I
0: never listened to. So do you think it's probably because you listened to it?
1: Nope. I've returned a book that I listened to all the way through. I did really? it within like a week, returned mm-hmm. it and got a credit, and I think I assume that's why they turn it off. I'm not. I'm not per- particularly pissed about that because that's just we're cheating the system <laughs> at that point, right? Um, but I wasn't, if I turned I can't, they, back things that I never read. They literally aren't even allowing me to purchase another book. I'm like, can I just That's weird. buy more credits? Republic I, credits? It, they, yeah, it said purchase more credits. It said zero balance, not allowed to until your first month is up. And I'm like, what the what? fuck? Did yeah, you sign up for funny. a new account with a free trial just to get free shit? No, no. I just re-upped on my, I, I mean, it's on my Amazon account. I have, I have the same email address.
0: I will have to ask our representatives at our sponsor, Audible, and see what they have to say about that. Mr.
1: Audible, how does this work?
0: (laughs) Mr. Amazon, call Jeff, man, before he quits as CEO and get him to give you some free books, man. That's true. I should text him. Um, So that's what we got coming up. Cool. I'm glad you got through Queen Shadow. Um, Again, I was looking forward to you uh, talking through it and reminding me, because I read it, but it's been a while. Um, Quick plug. So... As I was going through the archives, I realized that uh, our Patreon was not synced up properly to the private podcast feed that has all of the private episodes on it, which means that's just been sitting there for like, I don't know, three years, two years, (laughs) because we switched to a different service for a little bit and decided that that was not good. And we went back to Patreon. So whatever that happened. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have been actually hearing the private uh, feed at all. So I turned that back on. I put all the private episodes on there and then I sent that out to all the patrons. So if you're a patron, check your email, you should have a link to just click and add the private feed to, um, your Apple library or whatever. It is a separate feed, but it will show up right next to Rogue squadron, like in your podcast library. And it has all the, the first 17 episodes that we shall not speak of are on there. The horrible last Jedi commentary that will get us thrown in jail is on there. (laughs) Don't tell the authorities once you listen to it. Uh, and a bunch of like random bonus episodes and, and solo episodes and stuff. They're all yeah. up
1: there. So along with, that, along with that plug, if you're not a patron and want to get uh, access, go for yeah.
0: it. Yeah, please. Now's the time. Because uh, I'm sure I'll find a f- couple other things in the archives that I need to throw on there. There's, there's, there's a couple episodes that we recorded and never let never. see the light of day. So Yeah, I remember one of them. I was looking for that one. I couldn't find it. I know it's there somewhere. I'll keep rooting around.
1: Oh, cool. okay. So uh, Mopar's hot take of the day. I love hot takes. Let, let's see what you got. This is an easy one. I I said uh, Visions, the, the recent cartoons, will end up being the Ewok movies of the 2020s. That's how we will remember them. It is a hot take. What are you take. talking about? What are you talking about? Oh yeah, it's like Jabba's like nephew. You starts a rock band and with a Jedi and they are they rocking out and but you're like, this isn't real. And then you know, twenty years from now we're gonna be like, dude, here it is. I swear is I watch it. Is it real? That is a hot take. I don't know, man. There's some good ones in there. There's some good ones in there, but Yeah, but the Ewok movies are like
0: if they had made the holiday special, then the Ewok movies would be the holiday special.
1: But they did make the Holiday Special, and they remade the Holiday Special. But so now, bad, is what I mean. Ewok
0: movies aren't good. Yeah. Even though they're trying to be like a little kids movie, cheeky, you know, teddy bears. Well, they, they like, They're can. not good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Visions
1: is actually pretty good. A lot of Vision, well, some of Visions is really good. Yeah. I'd probably say 80% of it's like, I get it.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe I need to rewatch it.
1: I, because even the good right. ones are like maybe you're right, maybe you're there's, right. There's there's the oddball things like in the good ones you're like oh this is why it's good, and then there's nothing else that happens. I don't. That's but my I feel hot like, take of the day. I
0: feel like the Ewok movies have the um they have the baggage of like Lucas you know changed the world with Star Wars and then he went and did this fucking kids movie. Visions is like. Star Wars broke out into anime and had these Japanese studios create all of these different shorts. And it was pretty well received, I think. Maybe not all of them are the most epic little shorts you've ever seen, but I think they're all pretty solid.
1: It's It just lives, they're going to live in that same space, in that quirky, like if you're a diehard Star Wars fan, you've seen them, you know about them, you're probably not going to rewatch them until you've get to that point you're like god i don't even remember what it's about let's go back and then you're like that's fuck. possible and then and then and then when you rewatch watch you're like fuck that's why i haven't seen that in 15 years because what yeah. the hell was that
0: but that's possible because one of my major issues with star wars right now is like that's the only little piece of bonus content that we've had you know what i mean we got movies on hiatus we got mando we got bad batch and then visions not to say visions is bad but it feels worse than it actually is because that's the only thing we have.
1: Yeah. If that makes sense. And, uh, I mean, while we're along those lines, have you heard the delay? <sighs> yes. The unfortunate fucking punch to the head that Disney. I don't, I don't know who to even blame anymore. I really don't. It's, I've heard different stories where, um, God, what's the uh, director's name? Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins is, uh, has been delayed because of other projects she's working on. Yeah. Other sources I've heard artistic differences. And that's why they're she's just going to go do the other shit first. Oh. It's like So, I've I'm like at this point you know what it's all it's it's upsetting regardless of your stance. It's like even if you hated everything Star Wars from Disney, you still like want to like something. Like in hopes of Rogue Squadron. If you're one of those old-timers, that just hates all the new stuff. Rogue Squadron is like that opportunity to be like, "Dude, I I, I love that shit back in the '90s. This is what I'm here for." Yeah. And then we still can't. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how yeah. how else to feel other than like just, I'm not even mad. I'm disappointed, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. <clears throat> I think, um, I think one of their worst habits right now
0: is getting very excited about a bunch of ideas and then announcing them with Mm -hmm. like theatrical release dates. Mm -hmm. Because I also heard rumors stirring around that Ryan Johnson's trilogy is canceled now. And I think Shinobi mentioned that's not actually true. It's just a rumor because they just talked about it. Lucasfilm actually talked about it a couple months ago. So that could be false. But I feel like they're like, yeah, the Game of Thrones guys are going to do this, Tyke is going to do this, the Marvel guys doing this, Ryan Johnson's doing this, Patty Jenkins is doing this. Oh yeah, spotlight. Game of Thrones, They're we're like, doing all, we're all this shit. All oh there. yeah, we're going to have a Batman crossover and now, you know, Zack Snyder is going to do an episode of Star Wars. I would and rather they them this whole slate and then everything gets pushed back. I but
1: would canceled. rather in that instead of them promising 20 things and delivering two, I would rather them promise two things and do two. And two th- three even.
0: Under-promise under and over-deliver. Dude. That's, that's the real mantra. Dude,
1: pull an m and and release something without any um, announcements wrapped around it. He released an album, a secret album, essentially. Yeah. The past couple ones, I think, have been like, there's been no buzz around it, and all of a sudden, boom, it's available. Disney, fucking do it. Pissed. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about that. I mean, it's upsetting. Everybody is probably in the same boat. That's going to be the one uniting thing.
0: Yeah, like, it's a bummer. It's like
1: it's like, regardless if you hate or, or love all this stuff, it's like, of course they're they're just backlogging and oh yeah. So. Well,
0: I mean, it might have uh, unfortunately it might have bigger implications too because they were trying to go back to that December release. So they had six movies for December for six years in a row.
1: It well, pushes Roche everything back, dude.
0: That's what I mean. If Rogue Squadron's getting pushed back six months, then like, is everything. I made up six months. I don't know if that's true. I, I
1: hear of, you. I hear you. It's it's supposed to be longer than that because there's two movies. Two movies she's working on in between. One of them's like a Cleopatra thing, which I, I honestly sounds cool. And I forget what the other one is. Wonder it's Woman a, it's 7? a large. Yes, that's it. It's Wonder Woman 3. Figure. That makes sense. The Wonder Woman 3 and a Cleopatra movie. So <sighs> we are two movies. We are third on the docket now. Possibly because of. So this is
0: always getting the short end of the stick,
1: man. I, it should be the stick.
0: It's the only <laughs> stick that matters. Give me yes. the stick.
1: Don't give, the stick. give him the stick. All right. So uh, moving along on <sighs> the kind of up, up and coming stuff, I did see, I don't know how true any of this is, but a- uh, Acolyte. Yep. Um, I've heard small little leaks. One of the things was the uh, Acolyte working title is Paradox. I thought Acolyte was the title. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. I'm proud of you.
0: The working title of Rogue Squadron is X-Wing Fighter Squad.
1: Well, you know how they do that. They take (laughs) something. um, Their working title is usually something like, Close knit to the the production team, or something like it's a, a, a small joke, or something along those oh, lines. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, but like the working Blue title, whatever. Yeah, exa- exactly. That's what. So this working title is Paradox. So that may not mean anything, um, but it may be. I I took that as if Disney's pretty calculated in whether they backtrack or whatever. Whatever they do release.
0: Pretty calculated at how they announce six things and cancel four and push two back.
1: They know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> They've used the calendar before. But I was thinking, what if it's the inverse of Anakin's story? That would be a paradox per se. What if someone was on the dark side? Well, I mean, we kind of get that with Kylo and is pulled to the light. But it's it's more of a there's no dyad, there's no palpy. Like, let's let's go down this path of like darth bane but he ends up like saying dude the sith are fucked and then you know jump ship that would be that was my idea just around the word paradox like it would be the inverse of a story that we know i don't know so it's not like acolyte calling paradox it's like their production
0: name for the movie you're talking
1: about it's it's blue harvest that's it's the blue harvest esque title so yeah so acolyte is the title of the fucking film But you know, when they're working on it, they they refer to it as paradox. So, well, the fact
0: that they're referring to it by something different, even though they've already announced the name of the movie, means they might
1: change it. No, no, that's just like blue harp, just like Blue Harvest. It yeah, but the whole
0: the whole reason for Blue Harvest was that they didn't want people to know that they were working on Star Wars because the fans were fucking psycho, and they were trying to like stalk out the shooting locations and like get autographs and all that
1: i'm sure maybe it was still along those same lines but with social media and internet it's impossible to do any of that because now people are just going to be searching for paradox oh paradox is in chicago well everybody knows hey that's a new song yeah so i don't know i don't know the the meaning or the idea behind it but um yeah because i was gonna say if it's
0: like a subtitle that means we might be getting multiple acolyte movies and this is just the first one that's what i was gonna say but i'm
1: incorrect yeah the other small possible leak about Acolyte is it's going to be wrapped around a character named Aura, A U R A, and she will be the not Aura, which is the main uh, protagonist. So, for you guys, so Aura. Okay. Yeah, that's all. That that was the small little leaks. I mean, with us getting slapped in the face with Rogue Squadron, at least we get a little bit of you know teaser stuff with uh, the thing beyond Rogue Squadron. So, well. Like, Alright, did you did you see all the Disney Plus Day stuff? Uh, I think so. Obi-Wan and all that? <clears throat> yeah, I every, mean... Every, we haven't even discussed Obi-Wan. There's not much there, but... Well, I was gonna say, so we've missed you guys a couple
0: of weeks. I mean, we we missed N7 Day, so happy N7 Day belated for everybody. We missed uh, Skyrim Day, 11-11. We'll talk about that in a second with Skyrim Anniversary. And we missed uh, Life Day. Happy Life Day, everybody. I hope you all, you know... Live. Took acid and watched uh, the holiday special <laughs> took acid you know once once a year you got to do it it's, it's part of your duties so yeah a lot of things happen and then disney plus day where they announced a bunch of new they put a few new things on uh disney plus and they announced you know upcoming releases a couple teasers and everything i i just wanted to bring up like i felt like the star wars stuff was very lackluster yeah you know like the marvel thing was like here's footage for six things and trailers for three things and announcements for 12 more things. And I was just like, God damn it. Marvel. Thank you. I'm in, let's go. But for star Wars, I felt like it was, you know, well, the Kenobi thing was what, like 45 seconds long. Yeah. And there was no footage for anything else. Unless I missed something, dude,
1: they're fumbling it. There's no other word for it. They're they're fumbling. They're tripping over their own feet. They, it really truly feels like they don't know what they're doing anymore. Like they made their money back. And then they're like, and yeah, we'll just we'll just do the Marvel thing because that's you know guaranteed money and you know it seems to be working so we'll just keep doing that and then we'll just trickle these series along with with uh, the Star Wars stuff and, and and fuck it.
0: Well, see the weird thing is that they they announced that they were going to try to do like the Marvel formula and then two years in they backtracked and I'm like if you guys had just would would have stuck with that imagine where you would be now. Anyways, there was so much like hype build, building up to Disney Plus day and people were like. You know we should be getting an Andor trailer by now Ahsoka, yeah. maybe like behind the scenes footage mandalorian season three footage and it was it was just the kenobi featurette yeah and there was a little uh like a mini documentary about boba fett and that was it
1: i don't know i don't know what else to t- I, I i can't even like theorize around it it's it feels like they're fumbling they don't know what to do patty jenkins said peace I'm out this bitch. You guys figure it out. And now they're like, uh, 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 that's what we had on the docket. Uh, 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 cue the Obi-Wan sizzle sizzle
0: reel. And you're like,
1: what the fuck is this?
0: Which uh, Queen Davy said leaked the day before online anyways. So everyone had already seen it.
1: Yeah. It was fine. I'm excited for it. Obviously, that's probably going to be one of the biggest hitting things that's ever been launched for me personally. But... You know, with everything else that they've promised, it's just been falling, falling short. But yeah, man, that's a bummer. It is, it just is. It is, it just is. And
0: not to bring us down, you know, we've been talking about you know Star Wars bummers for a couple months <laughs> now, <laughs> but that's that's what's happening. You know, I, I really do feel like building a franchise. Well, they already built the franchise, but maintaining and sustaining the franchise like this, like it's a it's a long term thing. I, I'm going to bring up Marvel again. Like you start with Iron Man. Anyone that's not a hardcore comic book reader is like, Iron Man, like where's my where's my Spider Man? Where's my Batman? Like that's what like the non hardcore uh, comic book fans like they know those bigger names like Superman, Batman, Spider Man. You start small, you bring back Robert Downey Jr. out of rehab, you start with Iron Man, and then ten years later you have Endgame, which is like the best selling, most high rated movie of all time. But it takes the 10 years and the 20 movies and like
1: yeah i don't know if it takes i don't know if it takes that much i don't know if it takes that much it does man it does no
0: no it does
1: no it doesn't i want to hear your point and
0: then i'll talk to you about 10 years
1: go okay okay in five years they recouped four billion dollars point proven however
0: the reason force awakens did so well it's because you. there was a 10 year gap between Revenge of the Sith and Force Awakens.
1: No, it's a it's a valid point, but I, I just don't Star Wars doesn't need that build. It doesn't. I think need it the, does now. It do, well, maybe maybe for the younger. Sure. But no,
0: they, I'm they, saying they, in contrast to like the audiences are we're groomed now to know that Marvel's going to give us six movies and six TV shows every year. So and and different franchises are doing the same thing, and people are just used to that that steady stream of content. So now Star Wars has to not necessarily model it uh, note for note, but they have to at least recognize that like people want that and they're used to that, and they have to do something about it. The whole like three years between a movie and there's three movies, and then we stop for ten years like that doesn't work anymore.
1: Well, to continue my point of fuck you. Um... Ten years. Fuck you. It really, it really doesn't. I don't. I don't think Star Wars requires that build. We don't need to learn the backstory of all these characters. If you do it right, we. I mean, we've got Solo and Rogue One. There's no backstory. They're standalone movies, and they did fine, especially among the diehard Star Wars fan. I, I feel like those two can live alone, and they're fine. They, they made decent money. I know Solo was a little lackluster because they, they doubled the budgets but um, you know that 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 stuff it did they didn't even require a sequel trilogy for those to launch you can launch a movie make good money and and make the 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 fandom happy I don't know I, I just they they felt like they they had created a formula we'll do trilogy movie standalone trilogy standalone trilogy and then we'll and then we'll kind of you know Change the trilogy or something going forward, and then it just has fallen to pieces. They've promised so yeah. many trilogies, yeah. And you're like, dude, and I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm done, I'm done shitting <laughs> about the for, the formula and stuff because at this point, I just don't know what to expect. I, I'm just hoping all the series are good. Which, to be honest, it's it's the only thing I'm hanging my hat on now because yeah, there's no movies. I, I don't even know what to expect at this point. When is Rogue Squadron coming out? Now are we looking at 2025? Uh, four, I think, would be the next four? movie. I've only—I got I don't have enough. Time. It was supposed I'm, I'm to be three. I'm booked in 2024. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I just—I'm uh, done with that. Well, next, you, you,
0: well, hang on, I'm not done. Hold on. I want to continue the <laughs> "fuck you" argument.
1: <laughs> Chill out. You. ten years. Fuck you.
0: Um, they did establish a formula, and yeah. I thought it was going all right. Yeah. You know, the fans were... It wasn't
1: It wasn't just going our It was going well. It looked like it was doing poorly next to what Marvel is, but it was doing fine. Or like Solo looked poor compared to Rogue One or something. Sure.
0: But it was still doing well. It was fine. But I feel like Solo came out and tanked, quote unquote, in their eyes tanked with the extra budget. And then Bob Iger, as you like to say, was like, oh God, hold on. Let's change. Yeah. But like, imagine if Marvel, after like Incredible Hulk, like imagine if they like decided to scrap the MCU after that because the one movie did bad.
1: Well, and that's my point. Don't don't slam on the brakes because there was one mediocre review on a film that was already double the budget. Like you you made it work for what it was. Ron Howard did a hell of a job in because I couldn't imagine what that thing was before all the edits and. And
0: hardcore fans fucking love that movie.
1: It's yeah, it's good. It's good, and who cares about the non-fans? You're not trying to win over new fans with solo. They, well, they kind of are. Mm, no, they're not. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you. Uncle Uncle Igor told me. Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. The wh- whatever whatever plans they had, it's just been. I don't know. It's they're gone. There's no plans now. There are no plans. There uh, was <laughs> no plans. <laughs> um, Lady died to bring us these not these plans. Um, random update. Uh, so dark horse comics are back with star Wars starting in spring of 2022. Um, I think really? it was just, I think it was just a short, it was a much shorter, uh, time period off than I thought. Cause I, th- I think they've d- worked with Disney all the way up through 2020.
0: So, so it's only they, a couple years. So they're in, they're kind of running in tandem with Marvel. They're just doing different series.
1: I believe so. It's
0: not like Marvel, obviously Marvel's not losing that.
1: And I've heard that the, uh, the storylines that they're going to be focusing on spans everything. Old Republic to First Order. So hmm. I'm, I'm for it. I've always liked the Dark Horse stuff. So,
0: That's good to know. And I, I think there's going to be a bigger push in the Old Republic. Um, obviously, we have the KOTOR remake and everything that we've been talking about. There is a big update coming to the Old Republic, the MMO. Uh, it's called like Legacy of the Sith or something, which <laughs> got announced. I saw that kind of brewing around in our... Our patreon chat everyone was saying they needed to jump back on the old republic so that's happening and then um queen Davy is actually saying that the rogue squadron isn't pushed back it's shelved but there might be a another star wars property that uh is going to take its place same date and i remember actually seeing rumors about there might be an old republic movie that is in production behind the scenes mysterious under the radar and then yeah. maybe they're going to slot that in there in its place. So I feel like there's going to be
1: a big push into the older public area territory, region, time period. You got to go somewhere. You can't you can't sit here and keep doing it. So
0: I mean, as much as I as much as I want to see like some brand new exploratory shit from um from Star Wars, I understand like I love the MCU and I'm new to it, but a lot of people have like been reading the comics their whole life. So these characters like it's not anything brand new or revolutionary. I think they're slotting them in in different ways, which is unique. But at the end of the day, they have a whole catalog of material to to work from. So if Star Wars goes back and repurposes Old Republic and puts a new spin on it and remasters this and adds a couple of new storylines, you know, yes, it is stuff that we've seen. But with the way everything's going, I would rather have that than
1: nothing. It sounds dumb, but I completely agree. The formula they were—we uh, ended with Solo and 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 Episode Nine, which both, from certain points of view, were probably the weakest of what they had come out with. Yeah. It's like, but it's still fine. Keep moving forward. Bring us another trilogy and start again. It's it's really—you can't keep stumbling and keep questioning yourself. Stick to stick to the fucking plan. Stick to the plan. All right. More bitching? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> let's complain. Bad let's, news first. Uh, Bad news if, first. If 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 Padme had just an average ass, do you think Anakin would have killed the younglings? Ooh. Do you think the downfall of the Republic is Padme's ass? Probably. I think so. I mean, legitimately. Hooked at, hooked at nine years old, Anakin was. He said, "Angel ass. What the fuck." And then thirty years later, he's murdering children because of that ass.
0: Yeah, he remembered those curves.
1: If she was fucking drywall, he would not have murdered. <laughs> humans.
0: Is that a common term? <laughs> 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 I've never heard that before.
1: I'm just letting you guys know that down. I mean, it's we all blame Anakin, but it's really Padme's fault. It's it's the queen wardrobes. <laughs> Queen's wardrobes.
0: <laughs> well, no, the Queen's wardrobes was actually helping her out. It's that yeah. skin tight white outfit in Attack of the Clones that really did it in. It's you know up, it's
1: mean? yeah, it's 50 50. It's midriff and the booty That's If she, the downfall if she of the Republic. Had stayed
0: queen and she, she should have, you know, grabbed all those giant um, garments out of her Queen's wardrobe maybe and then kept wearing those <laughs> big billowy cloaks and shit. You know, there's no curves there. Yeah. Anakin's just like, oh, hi, Senator. How are you? And that's it. And then it goes along. Have you seen like, dry Walter in a corner? There's no curves. <laughs> exactly. Come on. No. It's flat. 2D. 2D. So, yeah. yeah, I blame her wardrobe. So, really, it's the handmaid's fault. They were dressing
1: her. Wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. Collapse of, an imp- of a whole republic. Yeah. Over cheeks. Two- yep. Double cheeked up on a Tuesday. Yeah. Um,
0: so, imagine that fireplace scene where instead of having... <laughs> the most obtrusive bust <laughs> bust in the history of nubian outfits imagine if she was wearing like you know a, a whole blanket over just herself just
1: a, a full onesie that just said queen she's <laughs> like you're <laughs> a
0: jedi i'm a senator we can't do this and anakin would be like all right yeah, yeah that makes fine. a lot of sense that makes i'll, a lot of I'll, sense. I'll catch you tomorrow later i miss obi-wan <laughs> that's the downfall that's the real downfall
1: honestly it is midriff of a queen drift and drywall it's, it's what gets you it gets you every time man I'm not gonna yeah honestly um, random thought of the day I don't I, this I'll, I'm gonna throw this out there and we're, we're not gonna bitch or anything um, why can't we get I, did, con- I didn't
0: I didn't sign on for that why I can't, can't we that. get
1: concept art skins in battlefront two
0: Well we the can't thing- get anything in battlefront 2
1: think about how cool it would have been is if we could have gotten the concept art vader as a skin mm-hmm. like that skinny face devil looking machine thing i was like "Fuck!"
0: yeah like or like the rebels style yeah. Vader. yeah um well all right so not to you know bring up battlefield in this but a lot of um they basically shelved continued support for battlefront 2 in order to have the dice team work on battlefield 2042. So a lot of people in the community that play both are pissed because they're like, well, the beta sucked and the launch is going to suck. And why would they pull resources away just to make a shitty game? They could have kept giving us more content in Battlefront 2, which is a bummer. But I think they could have if they kept the game going because, I mean, they did to give like Dooku the pajama outfit and like to have the clone wars yeah anakin and obi-wan uh yeah. costumes on like the live action anakin and obi-wan was fucking cool so i bet you they would have if they kept going
1: yeah it's one of those things like just open up to mods let people do whatever the fuck they want yeah That's, it's literally just a skin well I people don't. are yeah. going to say you
0: should play on pc because then you can't yeah. get much well,
1: that was my random thought of the day. I cause I, I saw a picture of uh that concept Vader for the for the original film, and I was like, yeah. fuck, it looks crazy menacing. It'd be cool yeah. to play play as that Vader, but um, yeah. Yeah, That's
0: I mean it. we've i we've put our application into Lucasfilm um, to work on the movies, but I, I mean Dice, I mean we can work on the games too, honestly.
1: That's fine with me too. it's
0: like <laughs> it's not that hard. I mean, I'm sure it's difficult to develop a game. I'm not saying that. But, you know, to not do the fucking opposite of what people want is not that hard. <laughs> like you have like literally millions of people telling you like we just want this and you're like, well, our investors want us to do the other thing, so we're going to go and do that instead.
1: Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go through my episode 9 highlights and then I'm going to backtrack uh, right. a think, little
0: bit. I think I think D- Daco and I don't know how to pronounce your name. Buddhas. 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 I think they're playing a drinking game.
1: Oh, huh, they he just
0: said. Fuck, he just man. said dice and drink. I assume because we said dice. Were they just waiting for us to bring up dice and Battlefront? Are we supposed to be rolling the
1: dice? <laughs> Quarter fucking mile at a time, dude. Drink. Quarter mile. All right, flying through these Episode 9 highlights, and you can add to them if, if you want. I'll start with the one that we mentioned before, the Force Powers. We saw so many Force Powers in that movie that we have never seen, but it's it was like obvious shit that we've seen in video games. Right. Um, like I said, the passing the saber through the dyad, that's cool. Healing, for Storm, when he does that Force Storm, I crank my speakers up because it's one of the craziest sounds, and he does that twisted smile. I'm like, Fuck. You sit on top of the subwoofer. Dude, this is it. This is yep. it. They do it and then I'm all the Jedi. You're like, okay, okay. No, go back. Go back like twenty seconds. Fine. It's I'm one of those things. Like, it's 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 one of those things <laughs> I know they had to say it, but when when she says it, I'm like fine. I get it. Whatever. I haven't seen it in a while, but I didn't hate it last time. But, yeah, you know, it's probably been like nine months. Well, honestly, I went, when I fast forward to the end, um, and I just watched kind of like from Ben entering the Exegol temple forward. It's great. It's great. There's some obvious like uh, quotes that you're like, ah, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. But outside of that, man, it's it's fucking epic. They know how to close out a movie, or close out a, a series, and then obviously that like, last scene on Tatooine, like everybody loves it you can't you cannot end a trilogy a skywalker trilogy and not go back to tatooine For how well, much we hate it it was necessary and we love it so fuck you we love it i don't i wouldn't know if i would say everybody
0: loves it i think we're fandom is split you know 50 50 on that a lot of people hate it
1: it was necessary you had to go back to tatooine i'm fine with it
0: ray skywalker
1: the reason ray skywalker is still like a, uh okay fine whatever like you said, we've, we've talked about that. The overlying story of who she is and it ends up being, she decides she's Rey Skywalker. Completely get it. I really yep. do. Yep. But like the details in between, you're like, ooh, you really had to say that, didn't you? <laughs> but okay. Yeah. We're done shitting on it. Fuck you. Ben Demption. Ben Demption, I thought was great. I thought Kylo was one of the shining stars throughout the entire sequel, obviously. And the fact that they did complete ben redemption all the way to the point that he gives himself to save ray and i didn't even realize up until maybe i just didn't remember i didn't realize he disappears Mm. he becomes one with the force
0: yeah i forgot too so force coast possibles
1: yeah yeah well you know what because he disappears and then immediately goes to Maz and Leia's body, and she disappears. I always kind of associated. She like, was oh, waiting yeah, we, for him. Yeah, yeah, Leia was waiting for. Her. But I didn't. I don't think I initially remembered like Ben actually disappears. He becomes one of the force. So yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Ben Dipsch is good. I like Ben Solo. He's he's a guy. He's a G. Now I wrote down something very controversial here, and we dislike it. The I'm just gonna say light speed skipping. I think I'm too old and overthinking it because the idea of light speak skipping is pretty fucking cool. To make it work in a story setting is like we always want the details behind it. That doesn't make any sense. Blah blah blah. But it's like honestly, it's pretty fucking cool. And I so I did some some reading on this because I wanted to know a little more. I listen um, to
0: every podcast that Neil deGrasse Tyson has ever done. No,
1: I read words in a group, which but is a, a sentence, I went to Wikipedia. I searched up light like speed skipping on Wikipedia. They're in a paragraph, and they make <laughs> articles. I There's can't read, dude. How are you going to rub that so, in so right now? Someone told me this on the street. Um, it was a tactic. Used was it by Neil deGrasse
0: Tyson? Were you in New York?
1: I ran into him so lightspeed skipping was a tactic used by a guy named Tomaso, who was a high-ranking member of the Spice Runners of Kajimi. Um, during a an attempt to escape from a rival gang uh, Tomaso ended up teaching Poe how to do it
0: now imagine so, if in episode 9 in that scene Poe's in the Falcon and someone's like what the fuck are you doing and he's like oh I learned this back in my smuggling days or some, some throwaway line yeah no I
1: Look, you sounded really old. And then so an plan. hour and a half later, when
0: he says, Oh, I used to be a spice runner, it wouldn't be so fucking out of nowhere, right?
1: It's true. It, yeah. I mean, it, they kind of play coy with that with like Han. Like he knows tricks and stuff, but no one ever really, like they don't question him, but they're like, yeah. Can you do that? And he's like, Fuck yeah, I've done it. Kind of maybe. Let's do it. I just did it. <laughs> but in Poe's thing, like light speed skipping is not, not only, it's like, that's not even. Possible, I guess Han does the same thing. I don't know. We're, I think we're overthinking it. Lightspeed skipping on the surface. I think it's fun. It's fucking cool. You're flying through all the different ships and in, in the planets and stuff. It's fine, whatever. But I, I thought the background of it was kind of interesting. At least he learned it during his spice running days. So
0: yeah, that's a nice addition.
1: Um, one of the things that really cut me deep was when Ray called Leia master at the very beginning. That's all. That's all I wrote. Good. just the idea of leia skywalker being a ma- a jedi master
0: Oh, you called her leia skywalker you like it <laughs> i like it baby <laughs> <laughs> um, i know we've talked about that like her last name and the bloodline and everything but it's interesting to hear you don't you don't hear or read leia skywalker very often yeah
1: ray organa
0: Got
1: it. Ooh, ooh. Ray now Solo. It's one of those nods to Leia, obviously. Um, and we see that little flashback where she's training with Luke. But like when, when it was, Ray, you need to do this. Yes, Master. And she walks away. I'm like... <sighs> yeah. Hit a little different there. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good c- to see. To continue this, Lore of the Sith. So what I wrote was Exegol, the Sith Cult, Devil Palpy... There's there was a lot that they kind of threw in. This is that like expanded universe stuff that I can't believe they went there. We went to a hidden Sith-owned cult planet with a cloned devil part machine Halpy. Like there's so much like they stretched it so so far and you're like, "Whoa, I I really do like it. I, I mean, it, it's a stretch of the imagination." Um, don't you
0: feel like that should have been Corban?
1: I mean, what what does a name... It, it, it literally is.
0: Because, all right, so Corbin's never been in the... Here's, here's my thing. I said this previously about JJ and his knowledge of the lore, and I think he's a wonderful filmmaker. Mm-hmm. But like, Corbin's never been seen on screen before. Yeah. So they, in creating a new film, feel like they need to make up new areas and design new things and have this whole new fresh look. And I get that. But at the end of the day, it's like, Corban in the expanded universe is rooted in like as the Sith homeworld and in Sith tradition and if this is going to be where Palpatine's hiding out and rebuilding his empire doesn't it make sense to just have it on Corban because for the new fans that don't know any better it's still a brand new planet
1: and for us it's just like fuck yeah it's Corban it almost feels like they're scared to go there like just in case they fuck it up they don't want to turn more Star Wars fans off to do it wrong yeah to do it wrong that's what i'm saying they, right. they, they played it safe i get and that i, I guess
0: Fucking ray skywalker electrocutes a ship
1: i, I don't think, think they were trying to play it safe i don't think exegol takes away from it i think not using korriban just that's an added bonus that they Correct. didn't they didn't risk i agree because i get it because exegol is like a it's like a giant tomb basically You know, it's not like there's like a a civilization there anymore. You know what my random thought was when you when you said they should have done Corban is what if what if worlds have been renamed? Like populations have died off left and then came back and renamed it? Like what if Corban became Jeddah? Yeah. Like over thousands of years, I assume that's happened a couple times, and or like there's been a lost world and people stumble across it again. You're like, fuck, what is this place? Sandville. Well, goddamn, all the half the countries in Europe had different names before
0: nineteen twenty. Exactly,
1: exactly. That's my point. Like Yeah. All right, moving along. Uh, so another highlight is the Kylo and Han scene. Dad.
0: That was Skitty. nice. That was emotional. That was
1: a, a very that was very surprising to see that for the first time. That you know what expect. I'll say about that scene is that's what I needed with Luke and Vader in episode six. And I think they got kind of close. They got kind of close, but they didn't hit the, the chords that they did with Han and Kylo in nine, which is <laughs> weird to say. But like you see Luke play the Jedi God in Episode six, and like I know they're still good in you, uh, yeah, and you're like okay, like you set up the setting, but nothing ever, it it doesn't tran it doesn't translate, you know. Um, but yeah, the Han when when you when you see Ben, I guess at that point say Dad, you're like fuck. Well, I guess there's a, there's guess a flick the, of the switch. I, so, I
0: guess the difference is. Yes. I guess, <laughs> yes. I haven't heard that in a long time. I, I just pulled that out of the fucking archives. Dude. <laughs> it's something. Uh, I guess the difference is Han is kind of giving him that fatherly advice. And in six, it's the opposite. Vader's. He's not going to stop the fight and be like, hey, Luke, just so you know, you should do this it's Luke that's trying to turn him
1: no I I, I get that I, I just really think it's a nice parallel though or like mirror or whatever I guess my maybe my uh, not even issue is just like when he's pulling Vader and has to take off his, his mask it's, it's one of those kind of half letdowns I don't know it just instri- didn't... I-, I like the newer one. I like Han and-, Han and Kylo. Whatever. So the other force power that I, I didn't... E- I wrote it under force powers, but it was uh, the haunting of Kylo from Sidious. In mm-hmm. episode nine, when he goes through all the voices, and I'm <laughs> and you're like, dude, it's been Palpy the whole time. But that's... It's not Frito saying it from the background. It's actually Palpy saying, I- I've been all these voices. I've been Snoke. I've been your dad. I've been all these fucks, like... You are haunted by me. I thought that was pretty fun, and cool. I, yeah, I agree.
0: And I'm actually—I was surprised when they put that in the trailer. That was, that was one in of the. Trailer? Yeah, dude, that Damn. was one of the craziest things that got me like amped. I remember wow, I would, hype going into this one was, was pretty big. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was one of the things. It was like you see him go down the elevator in Exegol, and it's all blue and dark and electrocution, lightning
1: everywhere, and then Palpatine says that, and you're just like, what? Dude, the I didn't even write it here, but the sound design of episode 9 is like top fucking notch. Oh yeah. The the lightning strikes on Exegul is one of the most like bone-chilling sounds, and then when he does that four storm, it's mm-hmm. one of the craziest sounds, and it's just everything works together and in flow mm-hmm. with the with the actual flashes and you hear it and it it adds so much tension the scene, it's 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 beautiful, honestly. Yeah, beautiful. those
0: those single uh lightning strikes—they sound like like nails on chalkboard, kind of. Well,
1: but it's Arr- ac- ar- it's a- their accents to what's being like said. Yeah, like Ray will say something, and Palpy will just like shoot her a look, and then you'll hear a lightning strike. You're like, "Fuck, he's pissed." His Didn't thoughts hear the are
0: electrocuting the ground. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I got four more here. Uh, the confrontation on uh, the Death Star remains almost more just the setting. Like, I know you really like the uh, the lightsaber fight there and take her to leave it. I mean, I really enjoy it. Don't leave it. Um, it's fine. Don't um, leave it. But the fact that they went that far was a bit of a stretch. But, like, once we get there, you're like, fuck, this is really happening on the Death Star remains. That's, that's how I feel about it. Like, it's a stretch to even put that in there. But if you're going to go that far... Let's fucking do it. And they see did.
0: that's another one where I feel, yes, I love to see the remains. That's that's fucking cool. The stretch of trying to I well, they, I guess they don't bother to explain it, so that's cool. But like if it's floating above the moon of Endor, then why doesn't it just land on Endor? Like I feel like they went out of their way to do different things and make a different planet. And I just feel like if it's literally in orbit around the moon of Endor, like well, why doesn't the wreckage
1: just land? Well, because Endor's Endor's moving around I guess and, yeah I don't know maybe there's other that's, there wasn't another moon that comes well, in well everything's
0: like, moving around everything
1: right space yeah, yeah. I final mean, frontier I, again I think we're getting wrapped up in the details yeah but no that, that's it's, a it's,
0: that's a small detail that really doesn't matter because seeing the stretch. wreckage is fucking cool I just again I just don't know why they had to like feel the need to like this, ha- this is a new planet and there's a whole bunch of new stuff happening and the Death Star just wreckage just happens to be here let me ask you something though but I guess it would what? have been worse to
1: see, like, the fucking Ewoks come back. So, True. Whatever. What if What if the wreckage was still flying around in space? What if the throne room, like, I don't know, they, they can explain it however they want, but what if it seals itself and was an actual still, like, bubble... I mean I feel like that would be a somewhat of a contingency plan for Palpy. Like if the fucking system went down, it would secure his area and he'd be blocked off and he'd be fine, you know, temporarily. Yeah. But if if like the thing whole thing blows up, let's seal that off and have it fucking flying around. Yeah, and there's and just like a
0: strip s- of wreckage like in orbit.
1: Yeah, dude, that would have been fucking w- sweet. Exactly. We're much better than all these riders. Dude, listen.
0: <laughs> On my application. I've sent it so many times. Hire us. <laughs> We come as a package deal. We'll work for free. Fucking come on. Yeah. We'll make all of your content good. Yeah. I'll be a consultant, a Lucasfilm consultant, my first day on the job. Don't push things back. That'll Don't
1: be $20,000, please. Just make make what you set to make out. <laughs> just and fucking uh, just make do. movies, guys. <laughs> just make movies. It's not that hard. Everyone can do
0: it. It's not a difficult thing. <sighs>
1: Uh, two characters I wrote on here, Babu Frick and Zori Bliss. Yes. Top notch. Solid. Top notch. Top notch. The fact that they... Okay, so I also wrote uh, sneak peeks of the black market and how Poe was involved. This was actually a bullet point before Zori Bliss. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're going to go that far and create a random backstory in Episode 9 for Poe and say that, I, you know, I used to run Spice, at least it it, it moved the storyline forward. You know, C-3PO had this knowledge in his head they couldn't access. So Poe thought, hey, in my past, I worked with this black market droid smith. Makes sense. Let's go there. Check it out. We're not on the best of terms. We're going to get fucking attacked when we land. But, <laughs> right. But fuck it. And they end up helping up, helping them out. I, I like, we, we always want to see underground crime. We always want to see black market stuff. And they gave it to us, which is, it was kind of nice, actually. Maybe a little misplaced. Maybe a little late. To the story of just saying, Hey, Poe's a Spice Runner now. You're like, oh. Right. Oh, of course he is.
0: Oh, I, he's Han Solo. Oh, I get it.
1: Okay. Thank I you. Got I yep. got it. I understand. Yep. But uh again, if they're gonna if they're gonna do it, do it right, and Zori Bliss and Babu Freak were great. I thought uh, all those scenes with both of them were I mean, regardless, if it was on Kajimi and it was like Poe and Zori on, on the roof talking, that's a great scene. Great performances all around, yeah. It's just like you are visually watching the First Order bombard a city and fucking terrorize people. Mm-hmm. You're hiding out on the roof talking uh, against almost a rival at this point, And you're talking things through and saying, look, this is all fucked. We should probably work together. You're yeah. right. Party on. All
0: right. That was a haiku. Yeah, but we've complained in the past about Poe's um, story not being fully fleshed out. So just well, imagine if from yeah. the beginning, like... If they I'm weren't trying, trying to...
1: F- killing him off.
0: <laughs> well, well, yeah, but if, he, if we knew the Spice Runner thing from the jump and he was like trying to find his place in the Resistance but also has a troubled past, it just would have given them more opportunities to um, just expand upon him across the whole trilogy instead it's- of just like the second half of the last movie, just like, oh
1: yeah... You know, drugs, dude. Believe me, they could have <laughs> they could have used that to just build tension, which they are terrible at doing outside of Kylo Ren, right? Because think about it, you bring you you do that in you do that in Kotor. If you're a smuggler, or yeah, it's a smuggler. If you true smuggler, the guys are like, I don't know why they brought you on board, but Scoundrel, I see you have at least yeah. useful. Thank you. At least you have useful talents. Like, let's you try can to figure fucking our way pick out this out lock. In. At least, thank God. They could have done the same thing with Poe. Like he yeah. would have been like, "You're an ace pilot, but you, we're we're, we're kind of sketchy on you. You're 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 great. You're useful." And then we could have just kind of walked backwards through a story and got to the episode nine and been like, "Yeah, like his involvement in his past actually does help us out." Well, think
0: of the whole Hodo thing in episode eight. Yep,
1: exactly. It was a lot of people so had complaints about it. Just like you used to be a smuggler. We don't mm-hmm. trust you.
0: This whole fucking ship is on lockdown. Go to the. What do you call it on a ship? What's the prison on a ship called? I almost said the brink, but that's not right. The basement. <laughs> that's not it. If you're a pirate, comment. What's the prison on a ship called? It's the, got a the, name. I can't think of it. The, the bard. The barge. The, no. The, Anyways, you see my point. What's your last yeah. uh, hot take for the day?
1: Uh, C3PO's involvement and humor were top-notch. It's my favorite C3PO out of all the movies. I think so. He's fun. I laughed harder at his his jokes in this one than I ever. Like he's supposed to be annoying. I get it, but this one I was like, dude, he's actually dropping some fucking bombs over here. He's agreed. making fun of everybody. So agreed.
0: I agreed on
1: that one for sure. The brig. Thank you. Locking see, in the brig, bro. Didn't I? Didn't I say that? I don't think I so. said bard. I I meant
0: brig. You said bard.
1: Fucking playing a loot and shit. That's what I got. I gotta do that too. <laughs>
0: While
1: I'm done, You've been playing right? too thank much you. Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. So um with all that said, one of our other main uh qualms with episode nine was the with Beaumont Kin, who is Snug- nuf- bl- <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. He he played oh, Mary. Oh thank you,
0: thank you. Beaumont Kin. It sounds like a goddamn Civil War revolver.
1: Yes. So Beaumont Kin was um Pipps or Mary's character name. <sighs> yeah. He's the He's the uh, the plot yeah. describer. The plot describer. <laughs> but so I did a little reading on him. Just to kind of like help myself try to understand and like this guy. He used to be a historian and, and an educator. And he is fluent in nine different languages. Is one so, of the Sith? Actually, yes. <laughs> he, he did some um, uh, missions with... Who else was it? It was uh, him... God Chewy, and someone else what uh, whatever he he gets involved with Jedi and, and Sith histories so he he becomes obsessed with it and he, he tries to learn all so it like in the lead up to him just spouting out random plots he uh, at least they built a decent backstory he's done some runs with people and he was a historian knows nine languages he actually helped uh, Ray decipher the ancient Jedi texts
0: because of of the language (sighs) see imagine
1: if we just got exactly 30 seconds
0: (laughs) of him explaining ancient languages to ray and then it would just would have been like oh i get it he knows everything
1: yep yep
0: but he doesn't do anything and all of a sudden he's on screen he's just like hold on maneuvers (laughs) secrets palpatine secrets palpatine
1: (laughs) so yeah that's kind of your random thought of the day that's good the, uh, the only thing I have left is uh, my final thoughts on Queen Shadow. Do you have anything before we start wrapping up there? Um, I
0: wanted to know if you saw the uh, Spider-Man trailer yet. I did. We haven't talked about Spider-Man, and I don't know if you're hyped for it or if you're just average about it. I feel
1: like I know what to expect. Okay. I mean, we're going to pretend like we're not going to see multiple Spider-Man and you know the uh, old, old no, villains.
0: Only the actors are pretending that that's not going to happen in interviews oh. they're still saying that that's not going to happen but everyone's uh-uh. like uh, that's going to happen yeah so but they're it's just like, like
1: you know you can't break your contract don't say it i'm like i'm like an 8 out of 10 hyped like that's pretty high i, I feel yeah i mean come on they they Let's arguably go. arguably they haven't made a bad spider-man movie they haven't had a bad spider-man Character in a movie, like it doesn't even have to be a Spider-Man movie. He's done great yeah. stuff in Civil War. He's done. I mean, they, they're they're going to kill it. They're, it's going to be great. Honestly, um, I almost called him Doctor Evil. <laughs> oh my god, sharks with freaking laser beams! Doctor Strange, any what more Doctor Strange is going to be what great. If he,
0: instead of cat, instead of doing the little,
1: yeah, the little you circle just, for his portal, he just does the pinky up teleports himself? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what if what if Dr. Evil is one of the villains that pops up? Multiverse. That'd be great, honestly. If we, if I see Austin Powers wiggling his ass in the background, I'm gonna oh. shit.
0: Everyone's doing multiverse time travel stuff this uh, nowadays. Maybe the new James Bond is actually just Austin Powers multiverse. I'm 100%. I haven't seen it yet, so, you know, jury's out. I don't know. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I feel like they're trying to keep it close to close knit, but it's like I know what to expect, I'm still fucking hyped. That's fine. Everyone knows. Like, yeah. Just just yeah. just make, make it a good movie, which I know they will. Fine. Yeah, it's just one of
0: those things, you know, everyone's probably sick of hearing us sing the praises of Marvel, but yeah. if you had told me like ten years ago that at some point all the different Marvel franchises over the course of the past, you know, ten or so years, they're all gonna converge into one movie with weird alternate dimension time travel nonsense and it's all gonna be really cool and it's gonna make sense. Yeah. I would have not believed you. I would have bet you so much money against it. And now it's about to happen. You know, it happened in Spider-Verse, which is a cartoon and not necessarily canon. And now it's about to happen in like a live action Spider-Man movie. And everyone's fucking on board for it. I can't believe it. Everyone's fucking, comma, on board. Everyone is fucking in this movie. <laughs> and they're on board for the time travel too, man. It's crazy.
1: That's where the uh, the spider jizz from his wrists. I'm not those, Spider-Man. I'm Man-Spider. I'm Man-Spider. You don't know what comes out of my wrist. I'm
0: Man-Spider, bitch. No, I'm I, not, I'm I always, on that note though, I always liked the Tobey Maguire, like the fact that he didn't build a web shooter.
1: God, I, it I makes always thought me, that was cool. Makes me so mad. What's what? the point of being Spider-Man if you can't spin your own fucking webs? I do feel like that
0: is one of the main powers of a spider.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Where, who? <laughs> well, he doesn't get six <laughs> extra limbs either, or four extra hey, look, limbs. It
1: doesn't. It doesn't make me mad enough to like be upset about any of the movies or anything. But I, in my head, I you're not going to go pick it outside of uh, Marvel Studios. I've done it twice this week, but I just uh, different issues though. Not about Spider Man. <laughs> Bring back Logan.
0: Doctor Strange is a British actor. He's supposed to be American.
1: Yeah, in my own head, I always picture Spider Man with naturally, yeah, his natural web. Yeah, I always thought that was cool.
0: Maybe maybe they'll they'll that's hey different different universe alternate timeline. Then yeah, that Spider Man got the webs and he's the more powerful one because of that. Exactly. Because what if you run out of webs? What if you fucking you hit a car while you're swinging and you drop your web shooter? What do you do then? You're not even Spider Man anymore.
1: You, yeah, you're just man. Man, 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 You're man. Just man, man, man. man. <laughs> Repair, man man, 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 man. All
0: right. Oh, uh, talk about Queen Shadow, and then let's talk about Skyrim, and then let's go to bed because we're dads and we're tired.
1: All right. Uh, final thoughts on Queen Shadow. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. <sighs> so this, this, this. Are you sighing at the voice acting or at the story? No, 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 no. No, The story.
1: It it is. It's. It's one of those things. So what I put here is, it's not even like a story. It's more of a quote day in the life of Mm -hmm. Padme, because there's absolutely no major conflict. She doesn't overcome like a major conflict in the thing. There's like a bill she passes at the end to help out um, a mid rim planet that's, uh, it, it's something like disasters happen to a midrim planet and, but that was, that was like chapter 23 out of 26 and it just happened and she passes the bill and then everybody's saved. Chapter 1 through 23 was like, okay, we got to get ready for this. What robes are we going to wear? What handmaid's doing what? I'm not even joking. Like I do remember a, a lot of that, yeah. It's a day in the life of. There wasn't, it, but it's like her getting used to you know, yeah. she's
0: got a schmooze with the senators, you know?
1: Yeah, so the stuff that I wrote here is, you know, sh- you get a lot of the insights of how the Handmaidens work with as a system, with security, with Padme, and how the inner, inner workings of it, which is, you know, it's cool. Um, you get to see, I wrote Naboo Security. Like, okay, that's fine. You see the transition from uh, Panaka to um, Typho. his nephew. Typho, thank you. The other thing uh, I wrote is how Padme adapts to different situations. I mean, Padme's a, a hell of a politician. Uh, she was a hell of a queen, obviously, even at 14. Um, but you see how smart she is and how she kind of th- thinks things through and how she fits in and what leverage she has and what she can and can't do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see, you get a lot of insight on Padme herself. But yeah. my main bullet point was there's no major conflict. It's It's literally just her transition from queen to senator. Um, you get the initial meeting with Bale Organa and Mon Mothma but there really isn't even anything major there. She joins one of their groups, which is like logistical construction it's it's like it's weird <laughs> it's really weird. it's really weird i I was waiting for something to happen and her to like outthink yeah or Peppeltine, you
0: know, not like fucking with her in the background or anything
1: no talking shit a little bit I think so there is they, they, they do plant like two seeds she she comes across a senator that she's kind of buddy buddy with but still kind of reserved and she walks into uh, like a zoom call more or less with with the senator and this dark figure so she kind of walks in on a on a palpy zoom call but she doesn't okay. know who he, who he is and then at the end she, she comes across Palpatine Again, kind of in passing, and she's like, "I feel oh. cold. I feel cold." But it's more just like maybe, maybe Padme is force sensitive. Well, yeah, they kind uh, maybe a little bit, maybe. But um, that's why
0: Anakin was so turned on.
1: That midriff—that's what you need. She's force
0: sensitive enough to have midriff, but not enough to be restricted by the Jedi code. The midriff oh, does oh, not okay.
1: prevent force lust. Plus ten to seduction.
0: Um, well, there there is a sequel, so I guess I can understand why it's like more of a setup and then um, maybe something, maybe some larger conflict happens in the sequel.
1: Yeah, it, it really felt weird. It really did. I was waiting for something to happen and it was just more like day to day routines. She goes to Coruscant. She meets Bale. Not everybody likes her. She meets some other senators. She, she gets invited. She gets invited. Back to Alderaan, she talks to the Queen there. She goes back to Naboo, puts on some They're herbs. all happy. She, she meets with her family. Her, her sister has a baby, and you're like, okay. We get a little more insight on like who Padme was before she was Queen, but it's that like, all sounds
0: like just one episode of a sh- of a longer series.
1: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was the whole thing, and I felt I f- I just wanted more. To be honest, um, more. Uh, they did bring up kind of uh, they discussed like recent turmoil on Naboo about an ion pulse cannon Uh, she was in favor of that to defend Naboo from any future attacks Uh, and that was one of the big things that Panaka was like against for whatever reason he didn't think it was necessary he trusted the current security system and she's like no fuck that I want a big gun on my planet she sounds like Tony Stark yeah she wants a shield of armor around Naboo which you know was kind of nice, borderline foreshadowing for Hoth with the big ion pulse. It's like yep. that all that technology might have originated on Naboo f- yep. for for reasons of the Trade Federation. So it, it's kind of like the seeds are planted, but nothing really. You got to jump a few movies to make this shit make sense, <laughs> right? Which uh, they're, they're along loose, the same li- loose threads. Along the same topic, uh, it was noted that like Padme, Padme was much more willing to use force or military than Mon Mothmar Bale. Bale and, and Mothmar were very just like peace, no army, Like let's just talk it out, everything will be fine. And Padme's like, no, we shoot our enemies. They fucking <laughs> like, invaded my planet, like get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah there, yeah, there was kind of a, a brutal, I forget that exactly how she says it, but it's along those lines, like yeah, my enemies I shoot with a gun. And she said something like almost word for word like that, and I'm like, God damn, Padme, she just doesn't I cap give these a fuckers, fuck. I murder. That's if that's what you want to know. Um, these
0: bitches get capped, son. You understand?
1: Random um, fact: So after episode one, the Gungans become more uh, Nubian per se. They mm-hmm. can actually vote on the Queen of Naboo. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, I yeah. Random fact: I was like, oh, that I mean, she sa- and it's stated that like not many do, but they are allowed to vote on the queen. And I was like, fuck, that's kind of a nice like sprinkle in there. And like, okay, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, we're we're evolving here somewhere. That's cool. Progress, you know. Progress, progress exactly. Um, and then my last thing was, and I think I not- noted this a couple episodes ago, but Qui Gon was recognized as a Nubian hero because he died. Oh yeah, defending the planet. That yeah, makes sense. He's the
0: best Jedi of all time.
1: True. Actually, when when uh, uh to wrap it all back around, I was rewatching episode nine, the end end clip, when Qui Gon speaks up. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> this is awesome. Like, yeah, it ma- it makes sense, you know, in a long storyline. But like for him to actually talk to Ray, eight eight movies apart, you're like we're bringing it way back around here somewhere. yeah man
0: that That's was cool. nice it was it was cool because i was i guess initially maybe i was thinking oh it should be a little bit more not him specifically i'm just saying like all the jedi and like i, I guess my my fan brain was wanting a little bit more initially maybe to see the force ghosts in person or something but looking yeah. back on it i feel like that would have been cheesy and they did it tastefully and they really caught all those eras and yeah it was good
1: I mean, from Qui-Gon, you hear Anakin, you hear Ahsoka, you hear Obi-Wan, you hear Luke, you hear Leia. Like, those are the big ones. Mm-hmm. The, the, the sprinkle of um, Mace and, and Yoda, and you're like, dude, this is... They went... They did it fine. I'm, I I agree. Um, if I gave uh, nice. this Queen Shadow a rating, it would be a hard one. One out of three. And that's if you're a Star Wars fan or not Star Wars fan. Yeah, It's unfortunate. It's just one of those, it's extra content without a story. I don't know how else to explain it to you guys. There's no story. It's, it's. I mean, the story is her day-to-day transition from queen to senator. Yeah. And she does solidify herself. I mean, that's, that's I guess, if you, if you want to, the, the overlying story is a transition. When she gets to the Senate, no one likes her. And at the end of the day, at the end of the book, she passes a Bill that benefits the entire mid rim system. Mm-hmm. In because there was a so there there was a planet in desperate need of supplies or whatever. There was a bill that was put up and it was declined. So she went and pulled some strings and basically created a bill that would benefit the entire mid rim, including that one, um, and that passed. So by looping yeah. in other other planets and them. Monetarily benefiting, because what what was what was trying to happen was the Trade Federation was trying to buy basically that planet. They said, "Of course they were." Well, they basically said, "If we help you out, you will be paying us off, you know, for basically eternity." So they yeah. were basically investing in helping out, and and Padme's like, "Fuck that! You don't want to be in debt to those pieces of shit for your for the rest of ever, for the rest of ever, for, always, that's a always and yeah, forever." That's never going to end. You understand what that means? Yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah her main struggle is paperwork it's and, true. and garments, toiling. Um. Well, to the sequel, right? <laughs> if you can get your audible audible account fucking activated, and actually I will buy things again. You got to wait ninety days so you can read the next book.
1: <laughs> There's a zero percent chance that I read another book about Padme.
0: It's possible the next one's better. This is You're setup. right. This is a prologue for the next book.
1: You're right, and. uh i don't remember that what it's called what is it called padme books
0: um queen's hope and queen's peril i guess it's a trilogy oh jesus so there's three of them all right mopa you know it must be done do not hesitate show no mercy you gotta you gotta listen to the whole trilogy i'm i need, there's I no, need a book no report due on my desk two weeks two weeks i can't do Christmas in episodes in audible be padme <laughs> No, I'll call I'll pull some strings. I'll call Jeff Bezos. We're going to get your account turned on. You get, You're going to listen on double speed. Extra credits. <laughs> Did you want to talk about Skyrim? I'm, I'm thinking about it. It might be a longer discussion.
1: Yeah, I have to wait. I, uh, I think I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like I, I booted it up Skyrim. It was a
0: confusing launch. Yes,
1: I, I booted up Skyrim and it said, hey, there's a, an available update or upgrade. And it was like 20 bucks. I was like, fine. That's correct. And, and, I, and then I started it, and I was like, this looks marginally better. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, they didn't remaster the whole goddamn thing. but yeah. Sure. I was like, the snow looks more snowy.
0: More snowy. The sun's more sunny. That's
1: true. The, the rain looks more rainy. And I, the I've grains heard, are more different. grainy. I've heard different. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll pocket that. That's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll probably have some other Halo. and other, I mean, our next episode will probably be full of game stuff. I'm actually off this week. Nice. Uh, the entire week, so. Well, have um, you start Have you started uh, Skyrim yet? Since you updated, I I continued uh, a storyline. I I, bu- I bought the new update and went back into a character that I had been on. So okay. I, I I haven't like started from zero. No. Okay. Well, I'm sure we'll
0: have plenty to talk about next time. I um. So, ten years ago when Skyrim originally came out, we all got it, played for a couple weeks, and then Thanksgiving came up, and I went home and did the whole thanksgiving thing and then my brother and i played skyrim for like 24 hours straight after thanksgiving Mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to doing that again this week uh for the 10th anniversary so by the time we record next time i will have put in many new hours to my newest skyrim character so yeah let's table the anniversary edition we can talk about you know all of it and the rest of it next time cool well we appreciate everybody
1: for tuning in
0: um if you're yeah, pissed for let watching. us know if you're pleased then start to be pissed yeah if you're pleased fuck you <laughs> how dare you be pleased well, to be pleased right now um daco thanks for tuning in and uh buddhas thanks for joining us for the first time glad to uh, meet you hope you enjoy the show Ah, man i don't Davey know
1: Davey, and i can't promise
0: anything we're gonna probably upset you at some point
1: yeah, guaranteed. But yeah, we appreciate uh, everybody tuning in. If you want to catch us live, we ninety percent of the time do it different days. Every time, <laughs> every time. Um, we'll we'll, uh, we'll keep you we'll keep you updated. Uh, Patreon is always a thing. Rogue Squad Pod, Rogue Squad Podcast. Thank you.
0: Recording stopped.